Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me as always is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How are you doing today, Luke? I'm being Star Wars kid over here. I'm swinging a stick around because it's May the 4th. Be May with the you. 4th be with you. Yeah. Be uh, with you. Star Wars is cool. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right, folks? Um, I mean, most of it is pretty cool. It's like, I'd prefer Star Peace. How about that, guys? Let's get a treaty going. Star Wars, what is it good for? Yeah, Absolutely exactly. nothing. Absolutely not a damn thing. But um, I do love Star Wars, and it is May the 4th be with you. So we're going to do it upright with all Star Wars-themed songs. We got that. <laughs> What's that song that Yoda... I think it was like Super Deluxe yes, there Yoda sings. That was good. Yeah, I do have the We're, Cantina theme song. Okay. So we got, got those two. Um, so we'll probably just play those two on a loop the rest of the episode. That's pretty fun. It sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm definitely good with that. It sounds great. Um, last weekend was the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Mm-hmm. with michelle wolf did you see any of that or see any of the drama surrounding it i started watching it and then i i haven't finished it yet it was funny what i watched and then i i have read a lot about the reaction to it which seems pretty intense and it's weird ridiculous i don't understand i watched it and i'm i'm biased because i like her comedy and i yeah. understand it's not for everyone but i just think it's ridiculous that it's funny too because they're like we learned this year that we need to listen to women. That's like the woman introducing her says that. And she's like, Mm -hmm. so here it is, Michelle Wolf. And then everyone (laughs) freaks out about everything she says. And I'm like, you know, the vile or crude, crude insults, the place they belong is at a roast, (laughs) a comedy roast. Right. And, And, and I believe what I had heard was that people are taking things out of context, saying she disparaged, uh sarah sanders based on her looks but actually she called her actually she called her a liar and she is well right but yeah and it was about some sort of smoky eye but she actually was just saying she does a nice smoky eye but it's just with burning facts yeah that was also the joke was she was a lot they were lies that was the thing but they're taking it turning it around saying it's about looks and then they also uh talk about how she mentioned the um one of the villains in handmaid's tale but it wasn't really about her looking like i thought that was a great it's about the administration and the conservative evangelical sort of wing of the party wanting to move to that direction really so it's not about the looks it's just about uh actual things yeah no i watched it because of course when something like this happens i'm like and because i'm already a fan of michelle wolf i was like i need to see this and know for myself and i thought she did great i thought it was funny and she said some real shit that needed to be said and um yeah i just think it's ridiculous also kanye did you hear any of the new songs Scoopity poop. Scoopity poop. Scoopity doopity poop. So I did. Uh, I did listen to both of them. So sco- the scoopity poop one. You know, is he like making fun of the Pharrell verse on Lemon? Because it so much sounds like the Pharrell verse on that. Lemon. Listen to it again. <laughs> I, I doubt it, but it sounds almost identical. But that beat 
is awesome. It's like yeah, it's it's for, a, for a joke song. It's pretty great. But then he ruins it by going poop to scoop. Yeah. But classic troll, Kanye. Good job. Hashtag new Ashton. That's my, my vote. Wonderful. All right. Well, why don't we get started? Uh, if you've never listened to the show before, this is Best Song Ever. It's a comedy slash music slash competition show where Brian and I each pick four songs and then debut them for each other. So you're going to hear us reacting to the songs in real time. Uh, I might say, Lordy, Lordy, Barry, Gordy. And if I did my job right, Brian will say, Papa Likey. And that means that that is a stamp of approval, and that's a point for us. And we'll tally up the points at the end, and the loser will face their punishment. Um, I don't think we got a punishment planned for this week, uh, but obviously it should be Star Wars related. I think that's a good idea for sure. Star Wars related punishments. Um, uh, Yusa have to talk us yes, like that's, Jar Jar. That's that's a very good one um, for like a week or something. Okay. Yeah, or just like you have to watch the prequels. Oh no, I tried. <laughs> I, 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 I tried actually recently that. watched them. So okay, well you have to. It would be especially them. Um, what else could we do? with star wars you gotta milk those nasty boys (laughs) from the last jedi you gotta go find the nasty boys and milk them you gotta fill like 10 gallon jugs for luke he needs to stock up for the winter that is nasty that (laughs) that scene was some weird stuff or maybe should you have to drink straight from the tap not not even into a bottle all right sucky sucky yeah yeah. All, right, all right, so the loser has to suck from the teat of the nasty boys from the last <laughs> Jedi. Suck from the teat of the nasty boys. Oh, actually, I like your Jar Jar one. Why don't all we right, go sure. with the Jar Jar that's one? A little, that's actually like something that could actually happen Yeah, <laughs> because that's based in reality. And so, then next week we'll check in because you have to do it for the whole week. Misa scared. Yeah, you Misa so scared. <laughs> You're getting started early. All right, well, I'm going to open us up. And I got a straight raunchy, gnarly opener. Is it actually raunchy? <laughs> no. Oh, I just okay. use raunchy to be, like, nasty, you know. So those were raunchy boys in uh, The Last Jedi. I love raunch. Um, um, have you ever... It's a good adjective. Have No, like, have you ever dipped mozzarella sticks in raunch before? You're talking about some Hidden Valley raunch dressing? I love Hidden Valley yeah. raunch. So this song has... It's smothered in raunch. Mm. Um just like a nice Caesar salad and um wait that's Caesar <laughs> that, dressing yeah, isn't that would it be Caesar's dressing, um, yeah. but which Caesar's dressing you know what that is nope <laughs> it's, it's Caesar's come dude come on oh okay it's I've never heard that too, before so is that a like, urban dictionary definition sort that's of thing? a Luke dictionary uh, in my head okay um right, you raunchy boy but this is a raunchy opener and uh I I could have sworn I played a song from this band on the podcast. Like I was searching furiously through our past ones because so I was like, I thought I played uh, this specific song. This is the new me. This is uh, the band Who Has. They're a British quartet. You probably sounds familiar, right? Because like yeah, somewhat. Um, I thought I played them, but it was before we even started the podcast uh, okay. that their last EP it came out. So I must have written uh, f- uh something about them on the website. But they're a British quartet. 
this is the new me was the song I loved from their last EP where it was like trying to break bad habits, not smoke, not eat bad, not drink so much and backsliding and, uh, sort of a sarcastic, uh, self-deprecating style to it. Um, and now they have a new single called Rantra. Wait, <laughs> I didn't even well, think about oh my gosh. Rantra. Look at this. <laughs> More like Rantra. Um, but yeah, let's just get into it. I don't want to say anything about it. Why uh, not? Why not? I just want you to see it, feel it, hear it. Is it is it a visual? It. Is it a visual experience? No, you're gonna see it with your ears. Okay. Um, here's who has with Rantra. <laughs>
they did not want to end that song no uh that's cool with me i i enjoyed the end of it um i enjoyed a quite a bit of that song uh especially when uh especially at the beginning when they would have the harmonies at the end of the lines of the song uh, i really enjoyed that and it was a good rocker yeah yeah a good bass line some crazy drumming going all over the place uh I, i enjoyed that I didn't want to say anything because, you know, they're tricky Brits and um, so tricky. I just wanted you to experience that where it's very bare in the beginning and then just goes all out. And I especially love the very first time it does that way. Says this discussion just got heated. Best prepared to be defeated. Mm -hmm. And um, Jamie, the lead singer, said Rantra. Which I should clarify, it's not ranch like we were saying or ranch. Mm-hmm. It's R A N T R A, which you said something that you think you know what that means. It's probably like a, a mantra, but uh, a rant version of a that. rant version of a mantra, which would yeah. make sense because the song's kind of about an argument. Um, Jamie said, "Rantra is, uh, is a spewing out of emotion." An argument in real time, the fight before the fuck. <laughs> uh, San Diego through drunk glasses. There's the part where he talks about shots going down the wrong pipe mm. and can't believe the state I'm in. You can see it being uh, making a drunk mess of yourself. And uh, the arrogance of the artist, swells of noise coming like waves of adrenaline. You know, the usual stuff. Mm. And yeah, those waves of adrenaline, you definitely feel that with the rising and falling of the song um yeah good rocker and i uh i thought i played this band on the podcast but now i have and um i'm glad i got to because that song rules so that was hoo with rantra uh that will be out may 4th on all your streaming services all right so i am gonna play a song from an artist i'm very excited about i think uh you also are interested in this guy and you think wrong i am not this is rick wilson oh yes i am very interested in it 20 year old chicago community activist and artist uh he is kind of in the rap ish genre um and he got started with the young chicago artists uh group which yeah much like saba uh, Jamila Woods, Chance the Rapper, Vic Mensa, Mick Jenkins, No Name. I mean, he's every in, single one of my favorite artists from Chicago. <laughs> right, They're, it's a uh, it's a crazy amount of alum alumnus yeah. that they have, and um, Rick Wilson seems to be following suit. And this song is fantastic. Definitely hear similarities, Chance the Rapper, but he's also doing his own thing as well. And he um he talks about how when he dropped out of college to do music, he would give like these disclaimers about his music, like not really wanting to say he did rap music because mm-hmm. um sometimes people just stupidly associate different labels onto rap music instead of understanding that it's such an artistic incredible genre of music with a lot of variety and a lot of ways to make it super artistic yeah and um this is kind of him wanting to um reclaim that and not uh give those kind of disclaimers uh before his art and 
just embrace it, Rick. This this shit is great, and um, I'm really really liking it, especially this song. And let's get to it. This is Rick Wilson with Split. <laughs> Bamba Forever uh, uh. <laughs> Tell me what you want and what you really need Split between reality and what we dream We gon' lose each other trying to chase forever Chasing waterfalls when we can have the sea Yeah, I don't slap a troll for what he wanna tweet So why I punch a punk for what he say for free I give a couple passes if you tweak on me Mouse hauls on my chicken but it's never sweet Got stuck between caring too much and giving up Victim of tweeting but not reading enough Split between choosing the world or choosing you Guess I'm addicted to picking my own news And I split Split between what's right and what's wrong I said I split Split between commitment and gone I said I split Split between the shower and the yawn And before I finish my problems I'ma finish the song That's why I split Split between what's right and what's wrong I said I split Split between commitment and gone That's why I split Split between the shower and the yawn And before I finish these problems I'ma finish the song That's why I split Yeah, it's that guy why I split split Yeah, it's that guy why I split split you can wreck something precious in 30 seconds But that can take a lifetime just to build it back Yeah, if something easy to explode and keep together Then you should probably stay away from further gas yeah. Victim of right love at the wrong time uh, Victim of flipping pennies to get a dime yeah. Filter relations to get unfiltered rhymes If I choose me instead, did I do a crime? You got me split Split between what's right and what's wrong You got me split Split between commitment and gone You got me split Split between the shot and the yawn And before I finish my problems, I'ma finish this song You got me split Split between what's right and what's wrong You got me split Split between commitment and gone You got me split Split between the shot and the yawn And before I finish my problems, I'ma Finish this song, that's why I split it. Yeah, did that die, why I split split. Yeah, did that die, why I split split. Yeah, did that die, while I'm, while I'm, while I'm split. Right and what's wrong, I said I split. Split between commitment and gone, I said I split. Split between the shout and the yawn, and before I finish my problems, I'ma finish the song. That's why I split. Split between what's right and what's wrong, I said I split. Split between commitment and gone, I said I split. Split between the shout and the yawn, and before I finish my problems, I'ma finish the song. That's why I split. Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy. Wow, that that guy is. Um, I understand what why he uh, was hesitant to just classify himself as a rapper mm-hmm. because I think that song is a perfect example, and that's you know a lot of genres like indie rock could encompass a million different styles within it. True. Yeah. Same with rap and hip hop and um, like that song. I like you saying he's got sort of that. Uh, Chance the Rapper style, but I feel like the production there is very feels very like uh, DIY experimental sort of, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. I just love 
the instrumentation on there. I love that organ coming in with those little jazzy notes. Um, a vibe I sometimes get from uh, No Name and Jamila Woods is like a Mr. Rogers type thing. And every time that organ came in, I was like, oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, like those those weird sort of fading in and out since like reminded me of like the band Palm, like something like that, where it's like kind of experimental. And so, yeah, rap it would be an oversimplification. Um, but still has some great elements of rap, some great elements of jazz, um, and some great lyricism. I love that line of before I was it before I finish my problems, I'm gonna finish the song. Mm-hmm. So great. Um, yeah, I was furiously or cryptically trying to get information to see if you requested this yes. last night, and and I had. Um, yeah, I I feel like it is like video game jazz rap that's that's yeah what I it did it have some sort of 8-bitty elements which is it. fun I, I haven't really heard it combined with the uh with jazzy elements before so i i appreciate that it's something fun and new it's kind of whimsical music and um yeah. the message of the song is great i find myself really identifying with feeling split on so many things yeah. um like the, in james mcavoy you know exactly like split into 28 or whatever yeah, different characters exactly. um you never know when what's his name's gonna come home isn't that the beastie whole, boy yeah beastie boy uh, when when he's gonna come <laughs> home um but he um he says uh something to the effect of being split between a yell and a yawn and um i feel like i i very much identify with that there's yeah. some things that like I feel like I either have to just be super upset about or completely ignore and like, you know, just shrug it off and and go on with my life and not. And I don't know. It's hard to commit either way to those extremes. Dude, you are setting me up so perfectly for my next song. Cool. Continue. All right. No, I mean, that that's pretty much it. I I think that encompasses this whole song of just feeling this um you know dichotomous relationship within yourself which um, and i relate to that too because i feel like in most of my life and like we're talking about with the genre thing it's like you don't always fit in you're like i've got some of this and some of this and i'm kind of an interesting combination split in different ways like not gonna lean to either way or be put easily in either box right yeah love this song and uh, I haven't checked the whole EP out, but I am assuming I to some of it. It's, it's fantastic. Um, um, also, it, I believe he some of it was inspired by Basquiat. Um, cause yes, that's like the, the album art. The album art, yes. And he wanted to kind of in, embody that um, art yeah. and that sound. I just think of Basquiat on the kitchen counter. Go ahead and lean on it, Blue. You own it. That's Jay Z. Uh, okay. <laughs> he always loves to brag about his basquiat set uh, yes i didn't know that so that was rick wilson with split from banba which is out may 18th on innovative leisure all right well as i was saying you're setting me up for um you're welcome that's what i do for my next song because the it's it's not really the chorus it's like the pre-chorus of this song is i don't care anymore and it's kind of inspired by that political sort of fatigue um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh i guess you didn't even specifically say it was political or social that's what i assumed um and uh this uh came out last friday this is speedy ortiz oh yeah which nice. you kind of scoffed at last friday so 
What's your childhood trauma, bro? Did I did I scoff <laughs> oh, at maybe, it? Maybe you were I just making a noise. I don't oh. think I scoffed at <laughs> I it. I thought when I said it, you were like, Ugh. but maybe I'm mistaken. What's your damage? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that's from Buffy. I think the pilot of Buffy, Cordelia, says, uh-huh. "What's your childhood trauma?" But um, it, you're familiar with the band, obviously. Are you a fan yes. at all? Um, I am, yeah. I haven't listened to the new al- the new album yet, but yeah. um, I am a fan of I can't remember the names. So. Major Arcana or Major yes. Arcana was like the first one, and uh, yeah, they debuted in 2013 with that album, and it was kind of more raw, gritty rock, often compared to like Pavement and um inspired by like 90s indie rock and they actually uh after that album which was very critically acclaimed you know toured with uh the breeders and steven malcolmus mm. and the jicks of steven malcolmus from pavement so obviously big influences on them and uh have you heard anything from this new album have you heard the single at all lucky 88 Yes, I I okay. did hear that, and it was that's a, what we're gonna listen to a bit. Um, I I'm interested to hear it again. I when I first heard it, I was like, that's not Speedy Ortiz, right. and um, it it yeah, it abandons that kind of rock sound. Sadie Dupuis has the uh, side project uh, like Sad Thirteen, Sad Thirteen, yeah, and it definitely it sounded more like a Sad Thirteen, song. right. And so she's bringing some of that style from her side project to this. But um, in 2016, they were actually making an album and then Trump happened and they scrapped it, which I feel like we've heard that story before. It's happened. Yeah. I wonder how often it's actually happened. Yeah. Um, and Sadie said the songs on the album that were strictly personal or lovey dovey just didn't mean anything to me anymore. That's not the kind of music I've found healing or motivating in the past few years. And I was surprised I'd written so much of it. Social politics and protest have been a part of our music from day one. And I didn't want to stop doing that on this album. So yeah, as I said, we're going to listen to lucky 88 and it's kind of a departure, but, um, they still got some of that uh, that raw rock sound in there. But here's Speedy Ortiz with Lucky 88. I make a frown. I always wear it upside down. Cause life is carnage. I once was lost. Time with reeling. Yes, 
siphoned out the feeling Can't you act responsibly? You're the sick pup who created me I have to say Papa likey to that. Yes. Um yeah, I had I had listened to it originally and was like thrown off a little bit on the sound of it and I haven't really revisited it again. Uh but it's an excellent song. I really really like it. It's interesting structure. I really like how it eschews pop in a cool way. The mm-hmm. chorus is fantastic, super catchy but also just weird um instrumentation going on throughout the song and it just all blends together in a great way i I like it a lot yeah um i'm glad you liked it um i had a similar experience where i I first heard it and uh i liked it but i wasn't sure exactly how i felt about it and then revisited listening to the album and um enjoyed it a lot the instrumentation in the verses reminds me of like tune yards um because they've got those sort of interesting like bongos or djembes Mm -hmm. or something and like synths and it's kind of like more expansive you're not sure where it's going exactly and then it goes into that poppy chorus which you know they're always like i always thought of them as like being inspired by a lot of 90s indie rock but i feel like it still has a kind of 90s influenced feeling in that chorus but it is so much poppier Mm -hmm. and then uh the ending gets kind of like a dissonant jam which is more what you'd uh kind of expect from them i actually like when they first came out i didn't uh listen to them that much like i thought like yeah they're kind of cool but um i listened to major arcana last night and really enjoyed it and actually it's a great album yeah and i i do think that um it i need to become more comfortable when my expectations are challenged and i I think that this um need to check your perspective i need to check my perspective or, uh, as I like to say, like, uh, be able to adapt when my expectations are challenged. Yeah. Um, it's not as catchy as your, your <laughs> sign-off phrase, but um, I don't do that enough. There's sometimes where I'll just make a snap judgment, 
and it's not fair. It's not fair to anyone, most of all myself. It's kind of like sometimes we'll come into this Doom Tomb to uh, record the podcast, and your chair's like turned at like a 90 degree angle, and you're like, I wanted this at a 60 degree angle. We're not recording today. You trash the room. Mm-hmm. You storm out. Mm-hmm. I And that's pretty much every time we've been late on an episode, that's why. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, yeah, you need to get better with your expectations no. being challenged. So, uh, <laughs> I wasn't talking about that at all. I was talking about with, oh, mu- you're not with music. Change that? Not in I life, would... no. Oh, okay. No, you are my underling. You are my <laughs> Papadopoulos. We've established yes. this. You're my coffee boy. <laughs> well, um, So, when she's sings about lucky 88 on my door uh is that in a reference to like having a poster of hockey superstar philadelphia flyer eric lindros hey it's possible i thought it might have to do with being born in 1988 i don't know that the chorus feels kind of uh political to me and then when she says like put down your last claim to fame for me like i and I feel like I'm interpreting everything political <laughs> these days, but mm-hmm. I interpret it as like, this is your shot. Like, do whatever you're going to do. Keep me starving or get something better started, she's saying. And so it's like kind of like the, I don't care anymore. Like, I've been disappointed so many times. You can keep disappointing me, but it'd be great if you got something better going. Um, right, definitely. And I think that really applies to Eric Lindros, too, because yeah, his absolutely. career was cut too short and it, there was some disappointment and like wondering, is he going to come back or Did he die? Like, no, he just got like, oh, okay. a concussion Good, or something, but he could have been a superstar. So I think I think That's we're sad. on. I think we're on to something. You're bumming me out, man. All right. Well, that was Speedy Ortiz with Lucky 88 from Twerpverse out now on Car Park Records. Oh, I did want to talk about. Uh, Sadie Dupuis said that twerp verse is something that she she's hilarious, by the way. I meant to mention that she calls herself the front demon of <laughs> Speedy mm-hmm. Ortiz, which is hilarious. And um, she calls a twerp verse uh, when a musician guests on a track and says something totally outlandish. Like she says, like a Lil Wayne verse. What I thought of immediately when I read that was la di da di da because future's like on this track kendrick does a great verse j-rock does a great verse it's black panther it's like a historic moment (laughs) and he gets on and goes (laughs) what are you thinking dude you twerp but she twists it and said like she she likes twerp as a diss but in this meaning the twerp is doing a service uh shaking things up by being bold not complacent never silent but i'm sorry future you are a twerp and you did not provide that service yeah she she's fun she's also great on twitter so uh yeah. follow her follow her on the tweets but yeah. most importantly follow us <laughs> exactly um so you had mentioned uh that sadie was talking about how kind of light-hearted songs don't speak to her anymore in the current environment and that's why they had to um you know realign themselves after trump happened right but sometimes you need a song that is created in such a fun way as as my next song was created uh pretty much the two members of the band were in the studio they were drinking wine having a good time and the singer of this next song just started um, 
doing a bunch of la la las in a uh, what would eventually become the melody of the song. Some da das. Yeah, she was doing schladi das, and um, the uh, other member of the band really enjoyed it. Started, you know, kind of writing out chords to go with this melody, and this song was born from a group that I very much like. They only have one album out, and I'm excited that they are making new music. This is Mass Gothic. Have you uh, listened to Mass Gothic before? Never heard of them. Never heard of them? Really? No, I don't think so. They had a really great full-length debut album in 2016, as well as a, a, a very good EP. And I feel like they had been finding themselves, finding what kind of sound they were going for, and this new song of theirs really seems like a maturation on what they were making and a fully realized group sound um it's got interesting pop elements as well as dreamy synth rock and it's it's a cool sound i think there is a lot of uh a lot of comparisons to be made between this and the speedy ortiz song that Mm -hmm. you just played but i think this is uh, in a little bit different of a universe. So yeah. I'm kind of happy that we are going from Speedy Ortiz yeah. into this. So let's take a listen to uh, Mass Gothic with Dark Window.
I lied. I'm a liar. Uh, I said I didn't know them. I actually mm-hmm. know them because of you, and I did listen to their last album. I don't fully remember it, but I think I dug it. And um, this is cool. It's kind of a... I felt like uh, I could see it more being along the lines of just, like, dreamier synth pop, kind of dark with, like, a darker edge, though. But then those heavy guitars I thought were an interesting uh, addition. I liked when that low rumbly guitar came in and then the higher distorted guitar um yeah and it had a kind of uh like i know she's singing like we went to hell we went to heaven it has that kind of churchy creepy kind mm-hmm. of feel with like some angelic voices in the background yeah that's why mass gothic is such a appropriate name right. for the group um and they have they they have that gothic sound uh really nailed down and i totally agree that raunchy guitar uh, yeah, real raunchy. I, I love that. I feel like that makes it uh, such a uh, interesting addition to a song that could just be a, like you said, kind of a, uh, you know, a dr- dreamy synth pop song. Um, I, I love the uh, the chorus of it. I think it's a great catchy song. Her voice uh, sounds fantastic as well. And uh, I, I'm excited about this band and interested to see what they have uh coming out this is not attached to any album but the label does say there's more news to come this summer so it's most likely the lead single to some sort of uh release so that's exciting i'm so excited you don't sound like it or look like it or act like it (laughs) in real life i am very because i'm such a low-key person Oh shoot! I just said low key. You did, and it's been so long. It's been a long time. A lot has happened. Uh, for new listeners, whenever one of us says low key, the trickster, the trickster Loki himself appears and takes us to an alternate universe where we have to have it. This is an episode of Thor Talk. <laughs> Oh boy, Thor talk. You, I can't, we can't even have a Thor talk because you're like three Marvel movies behind. You haven't even seen the third Thor. I obviously can't spoil that. I can't spoil Black Panther. I can't spoil Infinity War. Yep. What's, what's a boy to do? Second Thor sucked. The dark world, more like the stupid world. Am I I right? Like the fart world. That would have been better. Good. But, um, that movie was dumb. So th- this is why I'm behind. So I know that Ragnarok is going to be awesome. I know that Black Panther is going to be awesome. And apparently Infinity War is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. But there's so many turds in there. Like, just like... Like shots of poop. Yeah. And, yeah. No, there's no, just I so... I don't know what you're talking about. So many turds of movies. Like, there's several movies that are mediocre at best. Oh, yeah. And you have to suffer through them so then you can watch... And it's just like a corporation at this point, this whole franchise, where they're just churning shit out so they can have more money and make tons of money. And you have to just wade through all of this to get to some enjoyable movies. And it, it that's why I'm so behind, but I want to catch up. People are <laughs> raving about it. I feel but, like all uh, the recent ones have been pretty good. The last, um, the last several, yeah. In phase two, there was some, uh, some rough. They were finding out what they were doing, but yeah, but no, it's worth sticking with it. Like Doctor Strange is not a bad movie by any means. It's fine, 
right? it's fine avengers That's the, the first avengers it. not a bad movie it's fine uh the second avengers movie that was a turd um what else we got here let's run through all of them <laughs> how about um, uh, iron man was cool uh, iron man 2 not so much turd Iron Man 3 is kind of good. Didn't Adam Pally's it. in it. Didn't see it. <laughs> Me- probably mediocre at best. Um, let's not go through all no, the Marvel movies. Let's Instead, not. But why let's... don't you try and think of um, like what what tr- what tricks do you want to see the old trickster up to in the new movies? What are you hoping? What do you what tricks are you hoping he pulls? I hope that he dresses Thor up like a woman that they go and trick a tribe into thinking he's the bride for for this tribe leader and they steal some shit from them. That's what I want the trickster to do. Okay. Is that something that happens? Yeah, that's that's a that's from the mythology of uh Thor. I I just think it would be funny if they put that in an Avengers movie. You know what I think would be cool? Um so it's like Thanos puts on the Infinity Gauntlet mm-hmm. and he's he's putting all his stones in and then he notices that's a face. It's Loki. Loki was the gauntlet the whole time. False alarm, Avengers. World's fine. Loki was the gauntlet never oh, existed. And it then was he, Loki. And then he takes out the jewels from his mouth, much like that wily fox version of Robin Hood. When he remember when Robin Hood kissed the rings of <laughs> I do of, not, and he sucked out their jewels. Yeah, or and then he smiled, and they're in his teeth. That could, that's what Loki could do. And then it's like so. Loki's like, hey, false alarm, guys. Uh, I was the Infinity Gauntlet the whole time. Also, I was Thanos. Like, you don't even have to, don't even trip. And then he's like, but guess what? I got the new Kanye track. And he pops it in. And the Avengers are like, oh, I'm such a huge like Kanye fan. Like, this would be awesome. And then poop did he scoop. The trickster got him again. Are we sure that Kanye is not Loki the trickster himself? Uh no, I I think it could be definitely possible. I think if he is though, we should not forgive him like everyone else has. And remember, he like tried to destroy yeah. the world. He brought all like he dis- destroyed uh New York City in the first right. Avengers movie way worse than Osama bin Laden did. And we went oh, and we God. and we killed Osama bin Laden, but we're so quick to just be like, "Okay, Loki, you're yeah. part of the gang now." Why not kill Loki Obama come on yeah but um poop did he scoop that sounds like classic trickster to me all right well we should probably wrap up this third talk <laughs> all right that was Thor talk all right so that that was that was a fun episode of Thor talk we yeah. got to yell I got to I got to yell uh you got to sit there and watch me yell a mm-hmm. little bit um did I close up the song that I was playing I don't think so. Why don't you do that? All right. That was Mass Gothic with Dark Window, which is out now on Sub Pop. They're Sub Poppers, and we are a fan of those Sub Poppers. So be on the lookout for new music to come from, from them this summer. All right. Well, my next song, uh, much like Speedy Ortiz, this and actually my next song, they all came out last Friday. April 27th. Whoa. Um, good week. Solid week for music. Um, and this is one that I've been listening to uh, a lot. This is the album Lavender by Halfwave. Halfwave is the musical project of Nandi Rose Plunkett. Uh, this is uh, the, the band's third album. And um, 
I know you're kind of familiar. Did you hear any of the songs from it, or have you heard a single note? I did. I heard a single or two, but... A single note or two, or a single uh, like a song? song. Oh, okay. I've heard a song or two from it, and I don't totally remember them. Mm, okay. Well, maybe this one will stick with you. Um, this uh, this album was... It's called Lavender, and it talks about themes of time and traveling. You'll hear on this song we talk about. She talks about going on the road, and... Uh, just like growing older, some sort of loneliness and regret and just examining uh, life and the journey you take on it. And um, we'll, there's a lot to dig into with this song. This song kind of, this is the album opener, Lavender Burning. We'll listen to that and talk about it a little more after. So here's Halfwave with Lavender Burning.
Papalikey. That was beautiful, haunting, yeah. hypnotic, interesting song. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was very drawn into that and um, the world that she created in that song. The synths that came in were interesting and dark and um, loved all of the harmonies. I think it's like self-harmonization that's going on in that song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know why I wasn't uh, captured by the rest of the, the other songs I had heard. Um, sometimes I'm stupid. I don't well, know and this is a because I feel like I I heard a couple singles, but listening to it from the beginning, listening to the whole album is uh, is, you know, the way it's meant to be heard. And I feel like going on the journey with her um this emotional journey she went on lavender is kind of inspired by her grandmother asha like you can kind of pick up on that song leaving new york um going to this english home where she lived for 50 years her grandma and um like she talked about her grandmother in the garden the obvious parting and she says like her grandmother was alive and not ill at the time but she she died suddenly in september but just being with her and being in that like made her you know reflect on her her own life and the journey she's going on and like i really relate to that i love that lyric of just trying to fill this hole that once held my whole being where like investing yourself whether it's just in your own mind or like really like investing your time or money whatever in something and then it goes away or you remove yourself mm-hmm. for a good reason and then is this all that there is like she's just searching for that meaning you know that's the line she keeps repeating is this all that there is yeah and kind of that feeling of um loss of investment is kind of hard to uh sometimes make you want to invest again like right. um and, and it makes you skeptical of putting your time and energy and investment in something else yeah i i have definitely struggled with that and and it can make you uh it can really negatively affect your life because you want to be a person who invests strongly in things right but when you experience that loss in different sorts of ways uh it can really make you not be who you wish you could be uh nandi said we face many endings in our lives on the path toward that unfathomable yet omnipresent ultimate ending breakups and divorces marriages and estrangement of the self hard times and bittersweet relief steep precipices that rise beyond our control over and over again these endings are markers of time and growth small personal apocalypses that pockmark our days and then she says lavender is a talisman to hold in the midst of that uncertainty to heal and remind ourselves that it is not over it's not ending yet in this this album is i mean it's one of those where it's going to be emotionally a lot to listen to but mm-hmm. it's so worth it and just the beautiful um like it's a, it's kind of largely electronic but it doesn't feel like in a like totally electronic album and you know there is like a band but um i feel like it's you know a lot focused on some electronics but um yeah just a beautiful album amazing vocal performances throughout and lyrics like that that will really 
cut you to the core and make you think about your own life's meaning and your own journey and beginnings and endings. So that was Half Wave with Lavender Burning from Lavender out now on Cassine. Did you, uh, we, we've talked a, kind of a lot about Kanye this episode. Um, yep. Did you hear recently that Snoop Dogg's cousin put a Crip hit out on him? No. Yeah, apparently he's calling on other Crips to uh, go kill him. Wow. Uh, which is crazy. Is it because of the whole MAGA it, thing? It is, <laughs> yeah. It seems like an overreaction, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I bring up Crips because um, the next song that I have and that I'm going to play uh, is a lot about Crips and Bloods, and it pays homage to the 30th anniversary of uh, a film directed by Dennis Hopper about gang violence in East Los Angeles called Colors. And that's the name of this song done by three really great rappers in the gangster rap genre. I'm talking about Freddie Gibbs, G Perico, and Mozzie. And this song is called Colors. And it's uh, it's about gang colors and identifying yourself with a gang. Why would anyone want to do that and live that lifestyle? It was produced by... Um, this uh, production group league of stars who have worked with two chains and sage the gemini as well as the game and uh other people they're multi-platinum winning production group uh and like i said freddie gibbs is on the song i'm a huge freddie gibbs fan he's uh, originally from gary indiana but has moved out to uh california recently he had an incredible album with mad lib back in 2014 called pinata his last album was you only live twice which uh was also really great uh g perico is a newer rapper and considered to be one of the the faces of the modern west coast gangster rap and uh he's fantastic as well and uh mozzie who the the last rapper in this song kendrick just shouted him out at the grammys and he was on the black panther soundtrack on the song seasons recently uh so these are really great rappers some have been around for a while some are up and coming so let's take a listen to freddie gibbs g perico and mozzie with colors some of the crips and the bloods two of l.a county's most vicious Kelly police are getting their orders as they prepare for another assault on street gangs. Yeah. But that was before the Los Angeles Police Department declared war on street gangs in the city. And before shooting well, they not even know. He's still slow. What do you want? Let me just ask you a question. 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 Yeah. What is that? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. All the times a nigga had the trip. Oh, bless yeah. Chris. Yeah. 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 Gary nigga, blowing dope, switched it up, West Coast. Used to meet my dope plug on 65th, Figaro. Nigga was an old school IBC. Fred, come flip these pies with me. Living that California dream, delivering dope in that limousine. And the nigga was like my pops out here. Put me on when I dropped out here. Back home, I know you vice lord, but them red cars, they get you popped out here. Had it all burgundy, money car, low SS with the T-tops out here. A lot of fuck boys, they hating that, but these LA hoes on my jock out here. Got a blood bitch, fresh out of Inglewood, smoke real good. With my dude, we get Jamaican food, I'm on Prince Show, but don't trip though, cause he a 6-0. And I can still move the same. 
ain't nothing true for they trades like it ain't shit though. I know some moving niggas, I mean grooving niggas that have been down for they kick though. I ain't fuck around since I touched down on that west coast with this shit. Going out of out of town, playing sets, I done seen death over this shit. They might need a day and get eight tomorrow with like leftovers and shit. Bitch, oftentimes a nigga had to trip on bloods and crips. Color of my dollars stay proper, that's what I claim, bitch. My been in my old school impala can't beat the frame shit. Niggas on that yo, where you from it yo, but you bang shit. Oftentimes a nigga had to trip on bloods and crips. Color of my dollars stay proper, that's what I claim, bitch. Yeah. My been in my old school impala can't beat the frame shit. Yeah. Thugs, gang bangers, yeah. and drugs, slankers, I hang shit. Oftentimes a nigga nah. took a trip with bloods you and crips. You must don't know no better, boy. This shit is so aggressive. Gang bangers pop out, that's how we send a message. Get up close and then you stretch from doing all that flex and one down now we looking for the next one boy i'm balling and banging from monte carlos to ranges in your set bank a bitch with a car full of gang it's active out here it ain't just the summer this shit be cracking all year boy and it be blood on blood crip on crip fucking with a nigga that's cut or get you chipped and politics real from the streets to the pen sex money violence that's what make my world spin if I got a trip on anybody for any problems. We gon' get anybody and keep getting dollars. So tell me, do you bang, nigga? What's that you claim, nigga? It's all the same once that nine go bang. Color of my dollars stay proper, that's what I claim, bitch. My been in my old school impala can't beat the frame shit. Niggas on that yo, where you from it, yo, but you bang shit. Oftentimes a nigga had to trip on bloods and crips. Color of my dollars stay proper, that's what I claim, bitch. Yeah. My been in my old school impala can't beat the frame shit. Yeah. Thugs, gang bangers, and drugs, slankers, I hang yeah. with. Oftentimes a nigga took a trip with bloods and crips. Four finger banging, these niggas know I'm a gangster, man. Cap guns, prepare me for funk, and I like to thank you, ma. Your baby boy, a fella, these niggas been trying to spank me, ma. Gotta catch a body, that's how you climb up the rankers, ma. Red, red, flame game, headshot, I paint the payment. Gang related state of mind, I refuse to make a statement. Yang hanging, yang banging, killers in my affidavit. Tattoos on all they faces, resume consists of yank. They cut it from a different blanket, different quilt, different cloth. On the B, I got some keyways I could call to pick you off. Free my brother from the Clanker, keep your nigga lit as law. We got different point of views, cause all the gangsta shit I saw. Color of my dollars, stay proper, that's what I claim, bitch. My been in my old school impala, can't beat the frame shit. Niggas on it, yo, where you from it, yo, but you bang shit. Oftentimes a nigga had to trip on bloods and crips. Color of my dollars, stay proper, that's what I claim, bitch. Yeah. My been in my old school impala, can't beat the frame shit. Yeah. Thugs, gang bangers, and drugs, slankers, I hang yeah. with. Oftentimes a nigga took a trip with bloods and crips. I'm down for it. Cause I'm a true I'm a true I come from the heart. But why? Why is why being a gang? What's in it for you? What's in it? I mean, you get killed, right? Yeah. Well, you mean some of your friends been killed? Yeah. So? A simple cause. Well, what's, simple. What, what, what's the simple cause? Of being a going down with the That's how we feel. If we die, it's like we go kill one of them. One of them died, cause they down for it. They'll get took out, and they come back. And then it's right. a few until they don't want no more, until everybody just drop it. But ain't nobody gonna drop it.
Gotta give that a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. That was a powerful song. Um, Musically wise, I loved the whole feeling of it. Just felt perfect to what they were talking about with the Mm -hmm. saxophone and just the sort of chilled out jazzy uh, beat. But um, that clip in the end was interesting when he was talking about, and he's kind of bleeped out, but talking about just like the sort of feud of like, this person dies, then you get back at them for that, and then, and then get, get back, back at them for that. Yeah, yeah, it's just the cycle of, like, no one's going to let it go. Kind of just, like, pride or machismo, you know, just, mm-hmm. like, you can't just let it go. And um, it's it's a crazy world. Uh, I mean, it's it really is a whole other world, and it's like you think it's that simple of, like, oh, well, why would you even do it? But it's, like, I was watching uh, the – W. Kamal Bell's United Shades of America and it's like some of these gangs in like Chicago are like community leaders who actually like care about keeping the mm-hmm. community safe um, right. at, except they had to basically form a gang to do that you know right? Um, more so than um, just like a cyclical like they get us we get them n- nature it, it also kind of alludes to like this is uh, almost like a family and so uh, someone is harming your family so then you right. take that so personally so it, it's not just like I think it can be oversimplified where it's like well why why would you do this like this makes no sense why not just stop violence it's like well it's not that simple right. it's uh, it it's so is. ingrained and they talk um, in this. They they were uh, rapping in this song about um, the like the politics of the street, and like you know we've been talking about politics here, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they're just so disconnected from each other and exist in such separate worlds. But in the in the same country, it's just interesting to think about um, people who live in uh, an environment where um, their politics is life or death and um sometimes connected to actual change in communities but like what do you have to do to to get there and to see that the positive change like what parts do you have to uh kind of go around i don't know it's a very neither of us have been in gangs right i i haven't have you no i didn't think so um so it's hard to really talk about i think that they do a great job uh encapsulating that and the song like you said really uh it's kind of a somber song um musically and it just sets a really a really nice mood and uh uh, again they're fantastic rappers so it's uh, uh, a joy to hear them um spin these tales in such a poetic and interesting way that was Freddie Gibbs, G. Perico, and Mozzie with Colors, which is out now. Go listen to it. Again, you can stream it if you want. Do it. Do it. I wonder how Mozzie feels about Future's shoddy da dee da That's a good question. Mozzie, if you're listening, yeah, let us know. Tweet at us. Tell at us Best Song think. Ever Pod, uh, what do you think about Future's shoddy da dee da it's, it's that verse is crossing the line between like kind of hating it and but ironically liking it to now i just kind of love it because (laughs) it's so ridiculous it's going to the room status where it's so bad it becomes good my last song will be 
a, a good palate cleanser after that. Um, you know, that was a deep song um, about some some tough topics, and this is kind of a breezy pop song. Um, this comes from an artist from Montreal. Uh, Anemone is the name of the band. It's the project of Chloe Soldevila. And uh, she's been playing music since she was really young, had a lot of artistic projects. She uh, is a photographer as well and spent some time, was inspired. Some of these songs, um, she traveled with some musicians and photographed them and spent a summer in L.A. and kind of got inspired um, to do her own stuff. And um, she combines a wide range of styles from 70s psychedelic music to latin percussion 90s alternative dance music synth pop kraut rock and italo disco so it's a it's an interesting sound um this has a very catchy chorus that will stick with you so let's get to it this is anemone with baby only you and i
Yeah, that was a nice breezy song. I re- I enjoyed it. It had a good groove. It the chorus threw me for a loop the first time because it's almost like a different song, um, almost. But uh, the second time around, I enjoyed it uh, more. And yeah, I I thought that was fun. I um, wanted to listen to it again for sure. It, it was uh, yeah yeah. I enjoyed it. I like the balance of the sort of weird psychedelic uh verse with that chorus and um a nice it's a slow subtle build and still stays very soft and understated and just breezy and bouncy so that was anemone with baby you and i from the album of the same name baby you and i out now on luminelle recordings so the score is two to two yes this is ty this is ty so (laughs) this is ty (laughs) right now we are tied this song decides that's my favorite show on mdc this This is is (laughs) tied yes uh we are tied it all comes down to this song will you talk like jar jar binks for a week or will we give uh we forgot to mention this if we tie we just give each other a cuzzo hug it's a cuzzo hug and you know who doesn't love one of those yeah i don't i could (laughs) really use one i don't (laughs) had a rough week um oh i'm sorry no i'm just joking okay great (laughs) i I didn't want to talk to you about it right now um so i'm gonna play a song from a band we have played on the podcast before this is fun because um is it yes i found i i they felt like a discovery um when i played their the song before that um, you know, like it's it's one of those fun yeah. music discoveries. Like they were not a well known band at all, and um, it was uh, one of their. You found them. Yeah, I found them. They were lost, or did they find found. me? But yeah. now they who have rescued s- who? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> That's a great question. They found me. Now they are signed to Domino Recording Company, so they have. Ooh la la! Yeah, they've got a good. Uh, they got a good little contracts nice. going there and they are releasing an album uh coming up here in june and this the band that i'm talking about is flasher do you remember flasher yeah was that our first episode no actually i don't think so oh no but it was one of the early ones you played it on it was the early one i played the song winnie which is their was their first single they ever released oh. so or at least on the, in the spotify uh world in the spot of five verse um but that was the song they wrote it in a town called winnie there they were watching cable news and they had that like uh they took lyrics from the anchormen and then mixed and juxtaposed that oh, together that. with the commercials of like yeah this cool. will keep your erection or whatever or like your right. feet will be dancing around incredible song and it was like kind of jittery punk music and i was hoping very you, interesting <laughs> i was hoping you were gonna say they were in a town called winnie and they were watching the wonder years <laughs> and <laughs> i'm pretty sure i made a similar joke last time you played most it. likely <laughs> yeah you you love winnie um but they're from washington dc they're a trio again they just signed to domino um and washington dc has they have Uh, like a vast history of this idiosyncratic underground type music especially with discord records and fugazi Mm -hmm. and uh, the punk scene back in like the late 80s early 90s and so as kind of a punk influenced band in washington dc that has to hang over your head a bit and um they are kind of 
emerging from this with a new sound and a different take on um on the the punk genre and i i think it's Mm. pretty great um one of the members in flasher actually um used to be in the band priests who we also played on this on the podcast and he runs their label sister polygon uh Mm. with them and that's who put out flasher's uh, music back in the day um so this is a great single it's very jittery rock music and it's about mania and alienation and the band said it's a song that treads the line between queer delight and delirium and crushing isolation and survival um and queer lyrium queer lyrium and i feel like this is definitely queer lyrium punk um i i like that you coined that phrase you're Um, welcome let's listen to the queer lyrium punk song pressure from flasher
I enjoyed that. That was fun. It was twas jittery. Uh, that and uh, when he said slipping something, I could not help but think of Devo, and mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminded me of them. Um, but yeah, interesting. Like you're saying, kind of take on punk, not super um hard hitting, more um yeah, just sort of chugging, bouncing along. I liked the baseline a lot, and uh, yeah, I, I I liked it. It was interesting, kind of unpredictable. Went some places I didn't think it would go. Definitely. Um, you know, last uh, last week I believe you played Omni and um yeah it's in the same sort of universe as that i feel like which is that um you know that we keep saying jittery but it it is like jittery rock music Mm -hmm. and um i said that the acrobatics in the guitars were um so great and omni that you know simone biles was probably playing guitar and i feel like simone biles is definitely playing guitar on this song as well gymnast yeah exactly she's a gymnast she's really like the gymnast so you know it's saying that they're really great guitar acrobatics in this song um every time you say acrobatics i think D D acrobatics check i wonder uh she's probably got a pretty good uh modifier for oh, her acrobatics whatever the the maximum is she has for acrobatics i mean, I mean come, she, and I mean, she has advantage on. she definitely always has advantage roles yeah on acrobatics she's got checks. inspiration for she's sure. never gonna fail an acrobatics check well she might never say never. <laughs> you're jinxing her now next olympics oh boy knock on we wood. know who to blame boink boink, boink. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i i like this band a lot i'm interested to uh listen to their upcoming album so that was flasher with the song pressure from constant image which is out june 8th on domino recording company so we tied we tied as much as i enjoyed that song did not get my stamp so we are going to share a cuzzle hug we ready all right Uh, get ready here This, this better be good i better feel a loving embrace from you and one, two, three, hug. Hold it. Hold it. Don't leave me. I have abandonment issues. This is very uncomfortable. Handbrake. All right. That's nice. I feel like there were only losers from that hug. <laughs> no <laughs> no offense. That was a weird hug. Yep. We are both losers. We're all losers here when you listen to best song ever. Um, so why don't we wrap up the show with... Uh, the last thing we have to do is talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. <laughs> All right, first off, Shouts to Fan. That's Merrick Long from The Dodos with his album Barton's Den. That is a great album. I played that, as well as Black Moth Super Rainbow, Panic Blooms, and uh, Ice Age Beyondless. That's what I got. What you got? Uh, I'm really excited for Eleanor Friedberger's album Rebound. Every oh, song yeah. has been awesome. I feel like this is going to be one of my favorites. Uh, and also Damien Gerardo with the Horizon Just Laughed. I'm a huge Damien Gerardo fan. If you're into the, was that what was that? Oh, good. I thought it, it was, was a snore. It was moans of delight. It sounded like a snore. No. Okay, good. Um, Although his music is sometimes nice to listen to when you're going to sleep. It is. It's, gentle it can be a gentle folk but uh, lullaby it's amazing i may have reached out for that and was unsuccessful ouch that's gotta hurt and it does hurt my feelings 
All right, so we're going out of this not talking like Jar Jar Binks. That would have been a rough week, but um, Misa happy. Yeah, Misa happy too. Um, Yusa, as in the listener, should head over to GetAblasterMagazine.com and check out all the great content we got coming out on the reg over there. And uh, if you if you enjoy our show, write us a review. That'd be swell. And uh, tell anyone you think would enjoy it as well. Uh, we'd like to thank our friend Aaron Quillen and his band Congress for letting us use their song Pond Fight as our theme song. And you can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. Forget a Blaster Magazine. I'm Luke LeBen saying, mm, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. Mm, best song ever this is. <laughs>